Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You're listening to the RF Sports Show. RF Sports Show. Live and on Beat In Radio. Happy Holidays from Beat In Media. I got up this morning late again, rushing, trying to get to the station, didn't have time to fix coffee or breakfast or even grab a lunch. And I jumped in my car and realized, ah, I don't even have gas. I stopped by the Texaco in DeSoto on Hampton and Pleasant Run, walked in, and immediately thought this can't be a gas station. And I was right. It was Maryland's Fine Foods. The the friendly staff there was able to give me a fresh-made breakfast from scratch, also a gourmet box lunch, and not to mention a tank of gas, too. I got to work and had an awesome day and then thought my family would love to have a break from fast food. So I went online to Maryland's Fine Foods and placed an order for my entire family. And you know what? When I got to the soda, it was hot and ready for me to pick up on my way in. Trust me, guys, you got to try Maryland's Fine Foods. Located in DeSoto at Hampton Road and Pleasant Run, give them a call at 972-274-1070. That's 972-274-1070, or try them online at marylandsfinefoods.com. Are you ready for kids who eat healthy? Good nutrition can lead to great things. To find out how a healthy lifestyle can help your child succeed, go to mypyramid.gov. A public service announcement brought to you by the Ad Council and USDA. The odds of a young girl being discovered by an industry insider while singing to herself pumping gas? One in 300 million. The odds of the daughter of a clergyman from Severn, Maryland, spending 11 weeks at number one on the U.S. singles charts? One in 19 million. The odds of going on to win six Grammy Awards? One in 1.4 million. The odds of selling over 40 million records? One at 800,000. The odds of this musician and performer having a child diagnosed with autism? One in 110. I'm Tony Braxton, and I encourage you to learn the signs of autism at AutismSpeaks.org. Early diagnosis can make a lifetime of difference. Autism Speaks. It's time to listen. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Breaking down sports on the breakdown. I'm just going to come out and say it, man. Um, San Francisco is lousy. (laughs) I'm sorry, man. Uh, They are terrible. I mean, if you're going to tell me that prior to this game, if I said this to you, DG, prior to this game, hey, man, uh, Vernon Davis, he's going to catch one pass. Uh, Frank Gore, he's going to average about two yards a clip. You just thought, Cowboys win this one going away. Instead, they had to make up a two-touchdown deficit, okay? Uh, They had to deal with an injury to their starting and controversial quarterback. Anthony Romo, and in a typical San Francisco 49er fashion, the cornerback covering Miles Austin falls down. And Austin takes off and goes 58 yards, I believe it was, and that changed everything. What is this? 
Networks. DBNmedia.net. Call us right now. 214-699-1942. Get interactive on the DBN Media Network. RS Sports Show. Talking sports from a fan's perspective. This is Media Network. Fisher giving you in-depth analysis of every Dallas Mavericks home game. This is Radio. Welcome everyone to the Mavericks Post Game Show. I'm your host, Rock Fisher. I'll be joined by my co-host Royce Fisher here in just a sec. The Mavericks lose a heartbreaking game tonight after hitting a big three-pointer for Vince Carter to give them the lead. With 1.4 seconds left to go, you had Kevin Durant seeking a three-pointer. Wide open three-pointer to win the game. Mavericks lose 104-102 to and now drop to 0-3 on the season. Let me bring on Royce real quick. Royce, how are you tonight, sir? Hey, Rodney, man. I'm like all these other Mavericks fans. They finally gave us something to cheer about. And at the same time, we got a hard broke. What a great shot by Kevin Durant. You got to give it to him, man. But everybody in America knew that he was going to get the ball. Why wouldn't you? Stop Kevin Durant. Yeah, we're gonna talk about that here next. Let's let's look at the whole game as a whole. It, it was a it was a really heartbreaking game because they came out, they played like you know what, maybe they really just needed to get on the road. Maybe they could finally get get a win. Now they dropped to zero and three. Oklahoma City Thunder they improved to four and zero, and this is a team they're gonna have to play all the time. Dirk had a great night: twenty nine points, ten rebounds, four assists. And in their first quarter, if we could start there, they jumped out to their biggest lead of the game, of the season, really. They had a 12-point lead. They were up 17-5, to and they let Oklahoma City get right back into it in their first quarter as well. Yeah, you know, and they finished that quarter up by one point, but they scored 29 points. That's the most I've seen them score in the first two games in the first half. And uh, I, I'm like you right now. I did see some vintage maps. Uh, basketball, they looked a lot better than they did the first two games. Uh, unfortunately, they came up short, but a, a great effort. I saw Carl out do a great job with the lineup. I saw some potential in this team. And Carl out again has been toying with that lineup pretty much. This Tonight he started with uh, Dirk Nowinski, Brendan Haywood, Delonte West, Sean Marion, and Jason Kidd as his starting lineup. And with that lineup, they were able to get that lead. And I thought the defense had picked up for them just looking at the first quarter. They had six turnovers. Well, Oklahoma City had six turnovers at the 745 mark, which is a good sign for the Mavericks because you saw the first two games, they didn't play a lot of defense. Yeah, and you're right. You know, they, they did play better defense. Of course, now they had uh, three turnovers in the first five minutes, but they jumped out, like you said, to 11-2 runs. And that was good for the Mavericks to get out of here. But, uh, unfortunately, turnovers were costly. You know, kept Oklahoma yeah. in the game. Oklahoma had quite a few, too. And we saw uh, Sean Williams, who had a, a a good spark, I guess, off the bench last game when they lost to the Denver Nuggets. He came in during the first quarter, only played four minutes in the game, but did contribute two points. We didn't really see him for the rest of the game, only because he got into so much foul trouble early. 
He's one of those guys that if, if his head's not in the game, he's going to foul a lot. But he did provide some type of spark when he came in in the first quarter. And, and you're absolutely right. That that monster dunk he had, man, I mean, that really brought the team. But you're right. He, 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 he's uh, prone to fouls. He stayed in foul trouble. If he can stay out of foul trouble, he'll be a, a big improvement off yeah. the bench. And I, I saw better play off the bench, you know, compared to the last two games. I do have some stats if we ever get into that. Of, of what these guys are producing offensively and uh, for the rebounds. But we saw Naimi play a big game tonight right. and Brandon Haywood played better. Yeah, absolutely. We're going to get into the stats and also get into uh, upcoming what's coming up for the Mavs. they got a game tomorrow night back here in Dallas against the Toronto Raptors. We'll be doing a post-game show then live from the American Airlines Center. But let's go to the second quarter. So they end the first quarter up by one point, 29-28. Really the first time the Mavericks have ended a quarter with any lead this season in their first three games. They get into that second quarter, and they allow the Oklahoma City Thunder to outscore them by five points in that second quarter. And what I thought was the biggest difference was when they came out, they had a different lineup. They had a bigger lineup when they started the second quarter. They had Dirk, Vince Carter, Lamar Odom, Jason Terry, and Jan Mahimi, who played a lot of minutes tonight, as you alluded to. And that bigger lineup caused some problems early on, but they kept letting Oklahoma City get back in the game and end out the quarter strong. Well, yeah, Bahamian didn't do a good job of protecting the middle. They let too many guys drive uh, up the middle and too many easy shots. And at one point I saw Westbrook drive the whole length of the court uncontested, right by Dirk, right by Bahamian, make a layup. And they didn't close out that half very good either. Yeah, I didn't think they closed out the half good at all, uh, and and it, and it showed. I mean, if you look at you look at the, what they did, they allowed Oklahoma City to shoot sixty five percent in the first right. half. You know, and that's right. been their problem all season, letting these teams shoot over sixty percent, over fifty percent, and they really just had a relaxed defensive state of mind in that second quarter. They ended up going into halftime down by four, fifty six to fifty two. Dallas, on the other hand, was only shooting 42% in the first half. And, and it was a, that miscommunication, that, that turnovers that they started yeah, having. Right, you saw right. Trump, you saw Jason Terry and Dirk had that miscommunication going for that loose ball in the corner where Dirk tries to get the loose ball and ends up hitting it off of Terry. It, it, you just saw that they still don't have that cohesiveness as a unit that they had all last season. And, and it was a breakdown defensively, too. They didn't play very good defense in that second quarter either. They, like I said, they allowed too many easy bats allowed Oklahoma to get back in the game and the crowd to get back in the game. But they did finish out the half real close, which is good. And that's one thing we hadn't seen out of this team going into halftime uh, this close in the game. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the last time they went to halftime the first two games, they were down by 30-plus. Right, uh, 30 <laughs> points, right. Yeah, down by 30-plus the last two games they went to halftime. They're going into half, come out in the third quarter, and I thought the most interesting thing in the third quarter I saw, and I don't know if you saw it too, but Brendan Haywood made a shot, but made a shot for Oklahoma City. Yeah, I on saw a tip that. ball. But 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 you know they did start out pretty good. They went on a twelve to two run, first half of it. But Oklahoma had so many turnovers, twenty turnovers led oh, to twenty eight dollars points. You know I thought that was good. But then they let Oklahoma come back on a thirteen to three run. And that was the thing, the 13-3 to run to end the third quarter, right. 
Plus, you add on to the top of that, they still con- continue to struggle late in the quarter. They let Daquan right. Cook hit that three pointer from the corner at right. the end of the game. At the end of the game, at the buzzer of the third quarter. You know, and, and they kept allowing it to happen at the end of those quarters, and, and I guess we should have saw it coming throughout the whole game, but they could not close out the quarters. And, you know, last year, this, 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 that was the problem Dallas had was closing out quarters, and it always came down to the fourth quarter, you know, to come back and win. They have to find a way to finish strong, you know, and that's the most important part of a quarter is, is, is how you close out the quarter. Right. So they, they have to find a way to do this. And they started picking up a little bit better defensively. Like I said, I saw a lot. Brandon Haywood played a lot better. And we did get some offense from Naimi and Brandon Haywood. Yeah, we did. We definitely finally got some offense between from both of the Mavericks centers. Now, they ended that quarter. The Dallas Mavericks scored 24 points. The Oklahoma City Thunder scored 22 points. So they did win that quarter, although they went into the fourth quarter down by two, 78 to 76. We start the fourth quarter with the – and that's when the game kind of got a little more tougher, a little more right. uh, technical fouls. They started out with the double tech between Delonte West and um, and James Harden. That started out the whole quarter before they even got, got started. And then you saw more technical fouls when Vince Carter and Serge Ibaka got into a little tussle right, right. there at half court. And when they came out, they, they kept giving up the same, the same three to Cook, the same three that he hit. From the corner to end the third quarter, he hit the same shot again with the first shot in the fourth quarter. And I saw and, then and, that the defense was starting to get relaxed around the perimeter. Right, and exactly. With all this confusion going on, the Thunder went on a 21-5 to run, you know, and that was a, that, that, that became a problem for the Mavericks in the fourth quarter because not only did they have to win the game, they had to come back from that deficit of a 21-5 run, you know, and then fight their way back. But I, I, I thought the defense picked up better in the fourth quarter. They gave themselves a chance to win. But turnovers, turnovers, turnovers in this game. And, and right now, it's something about when the Mavericks go to Oklahoma City, the officiating, man, I mean, I, have questions about that. Mm-hmm. And I had some questions in that fourth quarter. A lot of calls did not go Dallas' way. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, the, the biggest call, I think, that didn't go his way was that chief foul on Dirk that they called. Right, right, you know, that, right. That, that chief foul on Dirk led to that technical, which right. gave them the 99 and 96 lead with Oklahoma City having the ball. Very, but we, very you know, we saw foul the there. same thing last year with Dallas State, Oklahoma. Every time they went to Oklahoma, Oklahoma won with the help of the refs, you know, and it always had to come back to Dallas. But I, I, I thought the pitch hitting kind of went down, like I said. I, I did see some vintage Dallas Mavericks. I saw what this team can do, and I was glad they gave themselves a chance to win. And how big was that three by Vince Carter? Oh, that was big. That was big. You know, I want to talk a little bit about also two in the fourth quarter. That second unit for Oklahoma City. You oh, know, yeah. we talked about the Mavericks having a deep right, bench right. last season to help right. them go, get to a title. But that second unit for Oklahoma City, they they came they, out and did their job. They did their and job. They, they can be some starting fives, man. These guys, I mean, that second unit they have is great. We used to have a second unit like that. And I, and I don't know if this you know, team is totally different, but I saw the possibilities we can have if these guys come up and play. But they, they, they were rusty. You know, I saw that. But I did see signs of a good team, too. 
and the the Russell Westbrook got to going over thirteen the right, night before right, having right. the the yeah, whole world yeah. talking about this fight between him and Kevin Durant on the bench during the second half, right. and he right. comes out and finally decides to get out of his shooting slump in the fourth quarter. You had the crowd chanting Russell, the people getting behind him, and he started making some tough shots. He got that dunk uh, from and he got the foul from right. Terry. On the steal from Dirk when uh, Perkins knocked the ball out of Dirk's hand, you saw him hitting some jump shots, uh, contested and wide open jump shots. And then you got late in that late in that fourth quarter, and again the Mavericks started making turnovers, starting with Sean right. Marion, not right. with, on the inbounds pass, made a turnover trying to get the ball in, in, right. inbounds. I, I mean, once right. I saw that, I knew they were kind of unraveling. But like you said, they hung in there. Vince Carter makes a huge three pointer with at the eleven second mark, but leaves. 1.4 seconds left on the clock. Right. And you know, Rodney, what I wrote down from the third and fourth quarter repeatedly over and over and over was turnovers, 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 turnovers. Turnovers killed the Mavs tonight. Had they not had this many turnovers and played just a little bit better defense, they they would have won this game. And I, actually, when Vince Carter hit that shot, you know, I, I cheered because it was finally I had something to cheer about. Right. And number two, they had bet. You know, the ball rotation was there. They swung the ball like the old Mavs, like they did in the play. That's how they got back in this fourth quarter and gave themselves a chance. And you know, they had it was better shooting. Guys were hitting shots where they were missing the first three quarters. You know, and uh, the big man had the big men had improved. You know. It took two or three guys to do it, but they did have some presence in the middle. With that shot by Vince Carter, gave them a one-point lead. I thought it was really, right. really gutsy to take that three-pointer because the two would have tied the game, sent them into overtime. Right. But you allow Vince Carter, as bad of a night as he had shooting, he was only uh, right. three for eight in field goal right. attempts, two for three from the three-point line with one three being that big three that he made. Only had eight points in the game. But yet, he, you give the ball. Dirk gives the ball to him to make that big shot. I right. thought that was I thought that was critical. I mean, they they go for the they go for the win, and you can't be mad at that. Right. And if if they could have had somebody with the de- defensive presence, Stevenson had, and we show see how much we miss his defense. You know, uh, it would have been a totally different game. But like you said, Westbrook found tonight to come alive. I don't know what happened on that sideline. It got him going. But, uh, you know, he didn't play good the first three quarters. But, I mean, that, that's Oklahoma City. Absolutely. And what, what killed me was how you let Kevin Garnett, I mean, Durant get open, you yeah, know, I'll, the I'll... last shot. You know, I want to talk about that because I, I thought what was kind of interesting was, and, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but it seems like Delonte West was in at first to start right, uh, on the right. inbounds then, play. Then he, put he, in Brandon, he pulled him out and put in Brandon Haywood. Right. Uh, and he had Sean Marion sticking Kevin Durant on the inbounds pass. But Haywood, right. I thought, was playing in a position where he was supposed to come out there and get a hand up for Kevin Durant. I think Haywood just, just did missed it. Cause there's no way that Carlisle, as smart as he is, is going to allow Jason Terry to cover Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant's 6'10". There's right. no way he's going to let Jason Terry cover him on the perimeter. I think Haywood right. missed an assignment to get out there and get a hand up and make it a difficult shot because it was a wide-open three-point shot. This guy is the two-time defending 
scoring champion in the NBA. You can't let him take a wide open three point shot. You can't take let him take a wide open half court shot. Well, but Rodney, if one of two players are gonna take the shot, Westbrook and Durant, those are two guys you do cover. Right. Anybody else, I, I would let them take the shot. But I but saw those are two guys you just do not let get open. I saw Jason Terry sticking Westbrook out there, but. Hey, I mean, Haywood, I thought, was supposed to rotate out there and get a hand up for Durant. He, he didn't even make it out there. Yeah, and, and whoever kissed the inbound ball is your man. You understand what I'm saying? Right, with well, 1.4 left That's right. everybody's man. That's everybody's man. <laughs> One second on the clock. You know, he, he, he's in there. he can't pass. He has to shoot. You know, he has to shoot. He can't pass the ball. Passing the ball would cost one second off the clock. But I, I, I thought... All in all, I, I give them a a B plus, uh, I mean uh, a B minus, uh, because I did see, like I said, vintage of you know Dallas Mavericks basketball. I, I got to commend Coach Carlisle for a great rotation job. He did find a couple of times a couple of uh, lineups that did work. Yeah, I saw some it's improvements, a- and we'll get into that next. Let's take a quick break. Again, the Mavs lose a tough game in Oklahoma City, 104-102, to after Kevin Durant, superstar Durant, makes a clutch three-point long-range shot to win the game. Goes for 30 points tonight. We'll get into the stats for each player and get behind the numbers. Also look at what we liked in the game and what we did not like and set you guys up for tomorrow night when the Mavericks come back home 0-3 to take on the Raptors. You listen to the Mavs talk. The Mavericks Post Game Show by RFSportsRadio.com. Rock and Roy Fisher giving you in-depth analysis of every Dallas Mavericks home game. This is Deep End Radio. Happy Holidays from Deep End Media. My name is Dale Pazinski. I'm 19 years old, and this is how I live United. I've always been kind of a computer geek, and I found a way to use those skills to help the homeless in my community. For people facing hard times, computer skills and a basic resume are so... Blasting you with Cutting Edge Radio. This is Deep End Radio. www.deependmedia.net Do you know what that is? That's the sound of your classmate forwarding a picture from your profile to everyone he knows. A college student downloading all your pictures to his hard drive. A teacher wondering what you were thinking. Some guys posting graphic comments about your body and what they do with it. Your neighbor printing out your latest pictures for his collection. A man spending some alone time with your picture while no one else is around. And worst of all, your dad seeing a photo of you topless, all because of the time you posted those pictures on your profile. Anything you post online, anyone can see. Family, friends, and even not-so-friendly people. So think before you post. For more information, visit www.cybertipline.com. This message brought to you by the U.S. Department of Justice, the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children, and the Ad Council. This is CPN Radio. Giving you, giving you, giving you, 
Cutting Edge Talk. Do you realize how many hundreds of thousands of people would have to be complicit to pull off a conspiracy of that nature? Edinburgh has to make Pat. They they have to do something different, right. and they have to do something that they've never up. done before. Yeah, you, they, you, you have to take that chance. On side kick it coming out. Yeah, I mean something. And just just in the time that even Dirk Nowitzki was here, so much has happened with this team from 2006 and, and losing to the Heat in four straight games to one and done the the, the year after that, and and all the stuff that's happening in the playoffs. But that they got it done this time. And cutting edge music. That gives you the best of both worlds. This is DBN Radio. DBNmedia.net. This is Rock Fisher with DeepEndMedia.net, letting you guys know one thing that you need to know this holiday season is that the NBA is back. That's right, the NBA is back in action starting Christmas Day, December 25th. Make sure you tune in for pre- and post-game. We're going to take you guys inside the locker room for the Dallas Mavericks as they try to repeat their championship. And we'll be interviews and updates from all the NBA stars from across the league. Do not miss it right here on DBNmedia.net as we take you guys to the NBA and NBA action. They're playing basketball. They're playing basketball. Hey, this is Roy B from the Dallas Mavericks, and you listen to our sports radio. It's the RF Sports Show. Rock and Voice Fisher together talking nothing but the hottest topics in sports. Live in on DBN Radio. To the Dallas Mavericks post game show. Rock and Voice Fisher giving you in depth analysis of every Dallas Mavericks home game. This is DBN Radio. Back here live for the Mavericks postgame show, Mavs Talk, here on DeepEndMedia.net. Make sure you guys check us out each and every game the Mavericks this season. We're going to be following all games. We've been here from the start. We were here for last year when they won the championship, a much different team this year. So, Royce, let's go inside the numbers and look at the Mavs numbers first. But before I do that, listen to Kevin Durant's stat line from tonight. 30 points, 11 rebounds, 6 assists, 1 steal, and 2 blocks. Typical Kevin Durant. I you mean, know, it's like, it's, it's like he didn't have that uh, missed period <laughs> during the summer and off season. And you know, he did play all year. He, he and he, he loaded up the band. He's in great shape. Russell Westbrook went for 16 points tonight. Also, Serge Ibaka had 16, and Kendrick Perkins had seven. Off the bench, James Harden, a guy that could start on probably any team. I mean, if you want to consider him a, a, a bench player, you can, but. He's got to be a pure candidate for sixth man of the year this year. 15 points, had a plus 22 rating 
which means they make about 22 points when he's in the game. Played 35 minutes tonight off the bench. That, that, those are starter-type minutes. And uh, the Mavericks have played better, too. We're getting into that. But let, let's, let's look up at the Mavs up until this point. Yeah, let's, let, let's look at the uh, actual. Uh, let's let's uh, get inside uh, the numbers first before we oh, get to oh. the Mavs overall. And let's look oh, at the God. stat line for Dirk Nowitzki. Dirk had 29 okay. points tonight, 9 of 17 shooting, 1 from 4 for 3-point line. Did make all his free throws, went 10 for 10 from the free throw line, had 10 rebounds and 4 assists. What can you say about Dirk's game tonight? He, he did have a pretty good game, you know, stat-wise. Dirk had a great game tonight. Uh, uh, they wouldn't have been in this game at all without Dirk. Uh, but you could tell, fatigue uh, kicked in. He had to sit him on the bench, you know, pretty much the last five minutes. Mm-hmm. You know, he came late. But other than that, Dirk had a great game. He did play and 39 Dirk, minutes. Dirk, yeah. And Dirk has been the most consistent player. He, you know, he had 20 against the game against Denver, and he had 21 against Miami. So, mm-hmm. you know, that, that, they have to get that from Dirk every night. He plays just about. Sean Marion put in 31 minutes. Of course, has a fractured uh, left pinky finger on the non-shooting hand. Had only eight points tonight. Went four for 11. Uh, had six rebounds, though, and one assist and also two steals. A decent stat line for Sean Murray, although you'd like to him contribute a lot more offensively, but having six rebounds is not a not a bad night for him. No, no, it's not. And that, that's somewhat of a improvement because but you know, he's being hurt. You know, he had only two points against Denver, which, which was a bad game. He had twelve against Miami. So, you know, it's not much to improve. We gotta get more out of Sean Marion. And you're right. Uh, he has to get healthy, and you know, rebounding was better. But you know, the Mavericks were better last year as far as second chance shots and clean up around the board. That you know, that was Sean Marion's job. Yeah, yeah. And, and he has to do that for this team this year. Let's take a caller real quick. Got a caller calling in, and I'll identify you by the last four digits of your phone number. Caller one seven four nine. You're live on Mavs Talk. We're talking Mavs losing to the Thunder. What's going on, man? This Hello. is uh, Hoop, Hoop Talk 365. Hello, sir. How are you? Doing good. Good, good. Now, Hoop Talk 365, you guys can follow him on Twitter at Hoop Talk 365. And if anybody knows hoops, if you want to trust someone that knows hoop, this man definitely does. Let me ask you, sir. You saw the game tonight. What did you think about the performance of the Mavericks? They did play better than they had the last two games, although they did let Kevin Durant get that wide-open shot. Hello, you still there? I think we may have lost the caller. Royce, Royce we still got you on, correct? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. we just Great. missed uh, Who Talk 365. If you're listening... Call back in, we get you back on, back on with us. Let's go to more of the numbers here. Uh, Delonte West started the game tonight, had 15 points, played 23 minutes, went five for 10, shot 50 percent, and also put up uh, four rebounds, six assists, and two steals. Delonte West is really kind of fitting into that starting role, I think. Yeah, he's coming on. You, you can tell he's been out of shape. Uh, I, these guys must play much better. I don't know what kind of practice they had or call I did to them, but that's a big improvement of Delonte West. Now, he did have a good game against Miami. He had 10, but he only scored two points uh, against Denver. So that's a big improvement for him. That's, you know, 12 points out of two games. 
we got to get more out of Delonte West. Now, I think we can have uh, Hoop Talk 365 back on. Are you back on with us? Yeah, I'm back on. I think it was a Durant three-pointer knock me out of here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's been happening lately. Out, man. That's been happening wow. lately. What is that? Now, I'm asking you, we were talking, I was asking you about what you thought about the Mavs play tonight. Of course, they get the tough loss. They go 0-3. But you had to see some things tonight that you liked compared to the first two games. Yeah, well, they seemed to play with a little more uh, motivation tonight. Uh, definitely got, you know, good effort out of Dirk. Um, Haywood, he's starting to show some signs. But again, I think it's a, it's a mental, it's a mental problem here with the Mavs right now. They're, they're losing, they lost Tyson, lost some other key right. components to that team. We're really excited. We really want to see what they do tomorrow in Toronto. Yeah. I mean, they, they've got to get a win. They, I mean, that's, that's all it is right now. They've yeah. got to get a win. I yeah. thought they had a good chance to get a quality win against Oklahoma City Thunder, but, you can't leave Kevin Durant wide open, not even from the half-court line. You can't leave no. this man wide open. I thought Haywood should have rotated out there and put his hand up and give him a lot tougher shot than what he had because, I mean, you can't leave Terry out there to guard the perimeter, to guard Westbrook and uh, Kevin Durant at the same time. No, no. I think you, know, you have Harden out there. Um, pretty hard team to defend. Yeah. Very hard. And you know what? You, you have to be impressed with the way Bahimi played tonight. If we oh. can get, if he can improve a week to week, you know that that'd be a great asset to this team. The only Definitely. thing, the only thing about Bahimi, he had nine points tonight, only, but he only had two rebounds. I think right. you know if he's going to play more minutes, play twenty-one minutes tonight. Haywood played twenty-three. He only had five rebounds. I think they got someone's got to get a double. We got to get a double-digit rebounder. Like right. we had with Tyson, at least one. you know, at least yeah. at least one of them's got to get in there and and play dirty. I thought Sean Williams, you know, seeing how he played at the end of the uh, right. Nuggets game, would have more of an impact. He, he only played minutes. four minutes tonight, though. <laughs> yeah, four minutes. So I think Carlisle's uh, rethinking the Sean Williams idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you look at his past history, I I don't put too much faith, uh, too much stock in the Sean, Sean Williams. Yeah, he's a pretty erratic right. player, but he's fun to watch, though. I mean, he yeah, looks like the guy on uh, what's that show that. Um, the Earl Show. Oh, just yeah. like that guy. Yeah, right. But, you know, his problem is he he gets out of control and he gets into foul trouble real early. So you can't get a lot of minutes out of him, and that's the bad thing about him. You can't get a lot of minutes out of him because he, he, he stays in foul trouble. Now, we're being joined, graciously, graciously being joined by uh, Hoop Talk 365. You guys can follow him on Twitter at Hoop Talk 365, and this guy's on top of it for any NBA team, oh, especially the Mavericks. Night. night and day. Night and day, you're right. Night and day. He's on Twitter more than we are. He's right to his veins, huh? <laughs> NBA. Exactly. Let me ask you, though, you know, looking at the Mavericks, I mean, do you think that the way they're comprised, the way they're built, and, and specifically their, their new players, I mean, you saw them trust Vince Carter, who had eight points tonight, to shoot a three-pointer to win a game, you know, Dirk gave him the ball. You saw Lamar Odom, he's still struggling, 2 for 11 tonight, went 1 for 10 in the, in the Nuggets game, only had four points tonight. How are these guys going to fit in? Or when, are, when are we going to expect them to catch up to speed, and when can we see this team be what they can be, or or is this a team that we can expect the rest of the season? No, I, I think the Mavs get together. They um, Right now they're struggling, trying to gel. Uh, Vince Carter... It is. Uh, it's almost like a game, game by game with Vince Carter. He only played 16 right. minutes tonight, right. so how can right. you expect right. too much from him? 
Uh, I right. does suffer from some knee tendonitis, which kind of is my main concern. Uh, and then Lamar Odom um, doesn't really fit on this team. I'm sorry. You don't think he fits at all? I, I do not. No, I don't think he really fits on this team. Um, but, you know, we'll we'll see what happens with him. Uh, maybe well, he will get, get into the, the Carlisle system. And... Well, I, I agree he's not fitting now. You can tell by the look on his face and his demeanor that he's really not into it yet. I think he's still kind of pissed about that. But if y'all remember last year, and I'm not getting worried right away because last year this team started out, you know, with four losses. No, no, they, know, they, had it, they started out pretty good last season. Now, the season they won 67 games. Yeah, right, they right. They, they, they four, four, four. Yeah. But, you know, they can start off like with, with three losses, and it doesn't bother me because if they continue to jail, they play, continue to improve on what they did tonight, you know, we can see a pretty good team out on the floor. Yeah, there's not, nothing to be concerned about. It's definitely just uh, a lot to talk about. Um, but I think they do uh, get a W tomorrow, uh, Toronto. And what they happens if so. they don't? That's that's the big thing. <laughs> if they don't get the W tomorrow, what's going to happen then? Oh, wow. They uh, they don't win tomorrow. They're going to be facing a pretty tough Minnesota team on Sunday. Yeah, and that, that's what's going to be a good game as well, too. <laughs> and then who you play again after that? Oklahoma City. Oklahoma Say, City. I, I have a question for you guys. There, there are three undefeated teams, Portland, Oklahoma City, and Miami. What do you think about Portland coming out the gate 2-0? Uh, Portland is one of that's my surprises. Yeah, they're yeah, going to be a... very good. Uh, Nicholas Batum, uh, man, there's a lot to say about that guy. He's really playing right. basketball. Right. And I, I'm surprised to see them come out. You know, I didn't expect that out of them. But you're right. I think this season is filled with a lot of sleeper teams. Let me oh, ask you. Of, I think the West is pretty much wide open. Yeah, and that, that's right. what I was going to ask you about. Before we let you go, I want to pick your NBA brain. Real quick about the team the Mavericks lost to the Oklahoma City Thunder. A lot's been made today, especially about can Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook coexist. Because Westbrook, of course, you can extend him this year. And I think the Oklahoma City Thunder, if they're smart, they will and keep those two together. But these guys are just young guys, and they're fiery guys. I mean, Westbrook is, what, 23? You know, right. so these guys are young guys. I think they can. I think they can coexist. I think if the Thunder are smart, they'll keep this team the way it is. Well, you know, even if they lost Westbrook, they got some. They got two other guys on the bench that can come out and play just as good as Westbrook under control. But Westbrook is a big shot guy. You know, he's an emotional Colin guy. Luck. Yeah, he's emotional. Colin Luck, but uh, you know, he hurts him and he helps. Yeah, I'd like to see Westbrook. Uh, I'd like to see Oklahoma City just uh, kind of step away from Westbrook. He is on his last year of his contract. I wouldn't mind seeing a Nash uh, mm, on this Oklahoma City team. That's interesting. Wow. Now, Nash yeah. will do one thing. He will pass the ball. Yeah. yeah. It, it wouldn't lose much. It would be a win-now situation, and then they'd be able to, next year for H, Oklahoma City would have a lot to play with. Yeah, they'd be able and to Hayden, make a push. Hayden and Durant is not a bad combination either. Oh, not he at all. Not <laughs> right, right. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Go ahead and let everybody know this listener, man, how they can stay in contact with you and uh, get all your expertise at any time. Yeah, you can get me, get me uh, Hoop Talk 365. I used to be taking to the hoop. Uh, we're now Hoop Talk 365. Uh, hit me up on Twitter. Check out the website. I'm working on a blog right now. Love the hoops. Follow me, I'll follow you back, and, uh, you know, we can talk NBA. 
already. And you you guys will be hearing from him a lot throughout the season, man. He'll be joining us for some of the mass post game shows. And, and thank you again for Carla, man. Again, my apologies for last night. As you probably guys tuned in last night, we had a little club action going. Yeah, I checked it out, too. I got, I got my jam on. Oh, did you? Okay. <laughs> but, again, uh, tune in. Uh, catch us tomorrow night after the Raptors game. Hopefully we'll be talking about a win. That was Hoop Talk, 3, Hoop Talk 365. Make sure you follow them on Twitter. Let's take a quick break, guys. When we come back, we'll wrap this thing up. We'll talk about them, uh, the Mavericks, going up against the Toronto Raptors on tomorrow, a game that we'll be at. You're listening to... The Mavericks postgame show, Mavs Talk, with RFSportsRadio.com. The Dallas Mavericks postgame show. Rocket Voice Fisher giving you in-depth analysis of every Dallas Mavericks home game. This is Deep End Radio. We want to thank you for spending your radio money with us. If we don't deliver you cutting-edge entertainment... Then the next hour is free of charge. This is Deep End Radio. DeepEndMedia.net. The Wendy Schofield Show. The Wendy Schofield Show. The Wendy Schofield Show. On the last Wendy Schofield Show. Virgo. And my name is Wendy. I like a man who knows how to court a woman, a man who loves God, a strong man, a real man. And if you fit this description, come with me. Float on, float on, float on. Leo, I'm Floyd. I love a woman who is independent, thought-provoking, and willing to satisfy me. Full of fire and desire, and if this is you, float on. Float, float on. Come on, come on, come on, baby. Float on, float on. Float with all y'all. Float on. Come on, baby. Y'all crazy. The Randy Schofield Show. Right here on Deep End Media. It's the Radio Show. Hello, Mr. Jenkins. How are you? I say good morning to you. Hi. How are you doing, son? I am fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yes, my hair is down today, but when I am fixed up, you might want to watch out. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This ain't nothing you want to record. I ain't got my glasses in here, baby. (laughs) I ain't got my suspenders on either. I'm coming over here just to say hello to the Vincent Tucker Radio Show. You have snuff in your mouth? Nah, don't you worry about what I got in my mouth, little boy. What they call you, young heartbreak? It's the Heartbreaker, Benson Tucker, with Miss Kina, Yellow Star, and comedian Sable Rhymes. Only on Deep End Radio. Two guys talking sports from a fan's perspective. 
I just like I just like what Carolina's putting together. You, I mean, their quarterback is better than Chad Henney. So Cam Newton's better than Chad Henney. So would you say at the end of the season that you're willing to say Carolina's going to have a better record than uh, than uh, the Dolphins? I think so. I think that, I think Carolina would have a better record than the Dolphins because the Dolphins have a tougher division in the AFC East. So are we taping this? Okay. So yeah, end of the season. I want to I want to go back to that one because I'm not buying Cam Newton is good, but I, Cam Newton is good, but I'm I'm just I'm not buying him as a quarterback as far as leading them to the pro, the promised land or, or winning season. I'm not buying it. It's Defend Media, Cutting Edge Entertainment. On air, online, and on Twitter and Facebook. Log on to twitter.com forward slash Radio to follow us. And like us on our Facebook fan page. This is Deepin Radio. This is the RF Sports Show. Rocket Voice Fisher together talking nothing but the hottest topics in sports. Live and on Deep End Radio. everyone to the Mavericks post game show we had a call from hoop talk 365 make sure you got it is Ryan here and I have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.